Hey everybody, welcome to War of the Worlds, uh, the newsified game show, gamified news show, where we take editors from our illustrious tech publications here and have them duke it out with hot takes on the biggest tech topics from the last week in news. With me today is uh, Jason Cross from Greenbot. Hello. And Gordon Ung from PC World. Hey. Here to talk about some of the uh, crazy things that we've got uh, on tap today. First of all, how was everyone's weekend? It was great. I saw Lego Batman. It was funny. There you go. Gordon? Oh, I didn't see it actually this weekend. We're going to see it next weekend. Yeah. We went take- to the museum instead. That was not quite as, <laughs> as exciting. You take your kids to Lego Batman? Uh, yeah, we will. That's excellent. My son is really excited to see Lego Batman. So it's amazing, isn't it? We're going. His birthday's this week. We're going to go for his Although birthday. the bad thing about Lego Batman is the lesson is for Hollywood is we take any object at all, <laughs> canteen the movie, <laughs> yes, and turn it into a multi-billion dollar franchise. As long as it's voiced by somebody like Will Arnett, I probably would go see that movie. Yes. There are lots of great in-jokes for adults in there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to historical in-jokes and stuff. So you'll love it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And the first one was great. I just, it's it's just a horrible lesson because they'll take anything now <laughs> yeah. like Cheetos and try to make that into a movie franchise. Even so. better if it's an established brand that they can get money out of. That yes. Would be even right. Better. Well, we'll start our day with the takedown of Hollywood apparently, and then move straight on to uh, tech topics. So let's Hard go to cut the game. Cheetos. Hard cut to Cheetos. <laughs> so we're in the boxes here. Uh, everybody's ready for our first one. Uh, really exciting stuff. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, demonstrating Oculus gloves, uh, actually, on a couple of uh, n- news sources, showing us new and improved ways to interact with these uh, VR systems. But uh, currently way behind PlayStation VR and a bit behind the HTC Vive in uh, sales. Uh, I guess we'll start with Gordon uh, today. Is there anything that Oculus can do right now, and we're talking about in the next 12 months, to kind of get back in the game? Sure. This gloves is a great example exactly of why Oculus will now be the most popular VR uh, (laughs) HMD and gear once they actually ship the gloves. So we'll wait on that about as long as we waited for the touch controllers. No, well, I, it, look, clearly they, they, I did not know they were behind PlayStation VR, but who cares? <laughs> but clearly behind Vive, that's a problem. Um, one thing they're basically doing is like, okay, we're going we're gonna to go nuclear. They're using the nuclear option. They're going porn. Gloves, VR, porn. That's it. That's like it's over. Once you do that, VR, gloves, porn, over. No one will buy anything else. Nice. For the record, Zuckerberg was uh, actually demonstrating a typing program using the gloves. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Typing program yeah. with gloves. Because you need tactile feeling <laughs> of gloves for VR. <laughs> yes. This is a VHS. He's looking at Betamax. He's going, okay, <laughs> we're going to do it. Go nuclear. That was a deep cut. But sir! <laughs> Get a little bit of Boogie Nights reference there, I think. Uh, was that what we were pulling out there? Yeah, VHS. I don't know. Is it? I don't VHS know. Betamax, I think, was the discussion in Boogie Nights. Well, that was a good take to get us started off. We always like a VR porn reference. We'll go 15,000 points to Gordon, okay. getting us started here. Uh, Jason, go ahead. Uh, I Well, there's nothing they can do in the really short term because this yeah. stuff takes too long to develop. They need... W- all these companies need to get rid of the wire. That's the main, that's the problem. Uh, and gloves is cool. You need to have your hands in VR uh, better than they do now, but they're not going to ship gloves. Gloves are a terrible idea for a consumer product. Everyone's got completely different sized hands. You can't ship a pair of gloves that oh, fit yeah. everyone. They get stinky and then you can't like wash them because they're an electronic gadget and stuff. I mean, there's so many problems with gloves. So be silicone. hand tracking is a big deal. And, you know, I'm obviously they're working on that kind of thing. But the main thing is they got to get rid of the wire and the sensors. They got to get 
inside out tracking and get rid of that wire so that you can just like put on a thing and wander around and you don't have all this setup and cameras and wires and tether to trip over and all this other garbage so and then none of that stuff's going to come really soon that's you know they're they're a little bit behind vibe but nobody's selling a lot of stuff mm. the sales of the playstation vr dropped off a cliff like everyone bought one and now nobody's buying it. <laughs> all right well so, ding, ding you a little bit for going over time but i like the point that uh washable gloves uh, a bit of a problem here with the vr system so well they'd have to be washable for the purpose that <laughs> facebook is intending yes, them for certainly for gordon's uh, gordon wants to stay on topic i like that we'll go eighteen thousand points i'm dinging you two thousand for going overboard i would have given you twenty thousand but uh we'll start with eighteen thousand so a little bit of a lead there uh, but gordon your points are still valid sure, i'm going to keep them, gonna keep, them uh, keep reminding or remembering them for the future so our second point is we'll start with you uh, jason this is probably a topic near and dear to you android wear 2.0 uh yeah. out this last week i believe uh with yes. two uh google designed but lg manufactured phones if i'm correct uh kind of correct yeah LG branded phones. Is that what we would say? They're, they're watches. Well, oh, I'm phones, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Watches. Yeah. So kind <laughs> yeah, of not uh, at all correct. They, in fact. they say uh, designed with our friends at Google, oh. which it sounds like a, it, it's a marketing thing. Yeah. They didn't, Google didn't have anything. To do with, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because it does, uh, or they're hoping at least it will invigorate kind of a, a little bit of a moribund wearables uh, yeah. market. Uh, your take on that. Well, is it enough uh, with the new they, OS they, update? And They uh, blew it. They, they totally blew it. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Tell us yeah. more. Wait, wait. Let me. I got one. Let me, I'm going to grab it. Watch this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I hope you stop time for that because that doesn't count. We'll give you look some at the size of this thing. This thing is enormous. Yeah, it's huge. This is huge. It's thick. It's crazy. It's like a diving watch. <laughs> Who's going to wear this? This is... You know, and and I'm a six four guy, like, and it's you know, like regular people, women, nobody's gonna wear this thing. It's ridiculous. So no, Android Wear 2.0, it's a good OS. They made a lot of changes to the OS that makes sense. There's still a little, few things here and there, but the interface is much better. The way it works is much better. You can have apps on the watch without having to have them on your phone. That's all good stuff. Um, but but the hardware's, I mean, the other one's not that much better it's smaller but it feels really chintzy and everything mm. and so they didn't have an exciting piece of hardware to like make everybody go "Ooh, i gotta buy that and, and so no they're you know there are no competition for Apple Watch at yeah. this point because the hardware is just not there. Well, for all its flaws, uh, Apple Watch was at least a distinctive design that you had kind of, you looked at it and you're like, no, right away that it is Apple Watch. And this kind of looks a little bit more like you're saying, like just a large diving watch that you kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's other, and there's other watches too, and they're going to get updated to the new OS and everything, but this, they needed a new watch to come out with the new software that they can market heavily and make everybody go like, Ooh, that's really slick. I got to get that. And they're not even close. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All they right. They dropped the ball. I like it. They dropped the ball 15,000 points to uh, Mr. Uh, Cross. Look, I lost there for a second. I almost called you Mr. Bourne for, for reasons that will, of course, become clear since your name's Jason. And uh, Gordon, uh, Gordon Bourne. I'll take it. Uh, your your take. Uh, it, nobody cares. No, Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, that clearly they said, let's just take this. I don't know. They bought that off eBay. They jammed some electronics on this book. Android 2.0. Nobody cares. It's like 50 people will buy this and that'll be it. So who cares? Uh, Android 2.0, nobody cares. Uh, this is watches, nobody smart watches. It's already pretty much dead already. So who cares? Uh, wait for Android 4.0, Android Wear 4.0, because at this point, 
it, it, it's not, nothing's going to really change people's minds until the it's like they're free, basically, or they give you like a month of or between charges. And that's a long ways away. So at this point, they're just kind of like they're just wasting time. They're like in the joint kind of waiting for the day where they get out and people are going to buy these damn things. But nobody's going to buy these damn things at this point. Yeah. Android 4.0, of course, being the uh, embedded tech where you actually get the the watch embedded in your wrist. And you or just, I mean, you know, I look my watch. I it doesn't. I don't worry about charging it. It just, you know, yeah. maybe we'll maybe to the point where we get solar smartwatches. But solar that is a long ways away. So I mm-hmm. like it. Well, joints references to the joints always get uh, points for me from my time, of course, back in, uh, in, the, in joint. the joints. So yes. I'll go 20,000 again to you. Uh, put you back in the lead by 2000 here. Thirty five thousand. Thirty three thousand. Moving on to number three. Uh, this one uh, we'll start with Gordon. Uh, AMD and Intel talking about kind of their different uh, approaches as Intel announced uh, last week, I believe that they are going to give first preference to their new chips to data centers and data processing. So uh, specifically kind of excluding the gamer and enthusiast market, uh, whereas AMD's presentation, we all saw the keynote, uh, if you want to call it that, where they had pro gamers on the on the podium with these guys. They showed off, it was all about games and kind of how your gaming is going to be improved with Ryzen and, and of course the NVIDIA, uh, you know, uh, way that's all going to work together. So uh your take on AMD from on a scale of one to backdraft, how wide is the door open right now for AMD to jump in and take some market share? I think right now AMD is in a great spot. They're going to give you more cores, more threads, less money. Um, so they're going to, if they are not, have not made all this up and it's a fantasy and we don't see any actual parts, I think they're back in the game. I do think people are reading a lot uh, more too much, w- way too much into the Intel announcement mm-hmm. because basically, you know, said, oh, we're going to do data center first. Of course, that's because that's where the money is. They need to protect that. They're going to put all their efforts in it. So people, data center guys don't have to wait two years for the, the new process. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's going to go. People say, oh, well, they're going to ignore gamers. Well, not really, because uh, uh, the gamers and enthusiasts are going to be pushed towards the data center parts. They're already there. Enthusiasts are basically using you know, Xeon parts. Mm-hmm. So people are reading a little too much into this. Uh, I do think the AMD's really got a good chance to disrupt Intel, as they like to say today. But honestly, uh, Intel is still in this game. Um, the problem is, you know, most analysts in Wall Street don't actually understand what just happened. So sure. And on a scale of one to backdraft, what are you what are we getting for AMD's chances? Oh, what? What is, I don't understand the scale. Backdraft, the door's being blown open, basically. Oh, okay. I was thinking the movie with... Uh, Where the door was blown open? Where the door was... I just... <laughs> uh, I, I would give... The, I would actually give AMD a, a 65% chance of actually really kind of kind of cleaning up for a little while. Because right. Intel really is kind of caught, flat-footed right now. Um, and really, this comes down to a price war, comes down to prices, comes down to prices. Sure. So we'll see what they do. Well, I think that was a 25,000 point response, but because I had to prompt you for the scale thing that I wrote. So I was really kind of feel excited. <clears throat> I'm going to knock you 4,000, so 21,000 over to Gordon for that okay. one. Uh, Jason, remember, you got to actually give me a scale number here uh, from one right. backdraft. I'm looking for a clever response. We're, we're judging okay. on cleverness. So, uh, but also your take on the AMD Intel marketing push. Right. Well, I mean, Ryzen launch was going to be what it is. That's that's fine. They're uh, they've got nowhere to go but up. Like AMD's market share so bad and stuff. Um, but what this does is it gives them that next year uh, instead of Intel's next chip being a ten nanometer chip, next consumer chip being ten nanometer. It's going to be fourteen nanometer again, which means Ryzen 
version two next year or whatever, uh, isn't going to be competing against a chip on a better manufacturing mm -hmm. process. So they're not just limited to like this rise and launch and then Intel shuts the door on them. They're, they got something next year. Mm -hmm. Then the race is on to see who gets seven nanometer parts and they don't get blown away in like 2019 or something. So it's good on a scale from one to backdraft. I give it a here's Johnny. They get the, <laughs> they got, yeah. They got the axe. They got their face coming through the yeah. door. But, you know, it's not it's not blown totally wide open. I, I they, think, they're going to have to keep on the ball. I think you went over the top on that one, Jason. I'm going to go 30,000 points to Jason, just really bringing it home with, uh, we like a good shining reference. We're all Kubrick fans here, right? I, it's just because he got the scale right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he remembered the directions, is what you're saying? Well, I didn't. Wouldn't a backdraft? That sounds like... Uh, all right, I'll stop trying to write clever. That was the problem, is okay. what you're saying? No, no, no. Oh. Just, it's just quite, it's quite all right, Trebek. Okay, all right. Well, Jason, <laughs> we'll start with you here for uh, number four. Uh, okay. Samsung had a factory fire, and I will give you uh, one guess as to what the cause of that factory fire was. It wasn't batteries, was it? It, it was, in fact, batteries. So uh, <laughs> not a major fire, of course, but the optics, uh, not real good, uh, we would say. Yes. Uh, so my first question is, Samsung, uh, bad luck, bad process, or gypsy curse? And then uh, can they really do anything uh, right now, again, to kind of get consumer confidence back? Uh, I mean, they're looking for the Note 8 this year, I believe. And, you know, what's what do you think? Your, what's your take? I mean, you're a, you're a uh, Android tablets and, and mobile guy. What, what's the take yeah. here? Um, I, I think consumers are going to start to move on. Nobody consumers didn't hear about this thing. This is a, a tiny little fire. All batteries are explosive. You dispose of them improperly, they blow up. It, the problem is when you use them properly and they blow up, <laughs> like they did last year. Uh, that's not good. And they have this whole new like testing process, this eight-point testing process they're going to put in place. They're going to really talk about it a lot, how safe their batteries are. But I don't know if consumers are going to bite. Consumers are going to start to forget because all you do is you talk about how shiny and awesome this mm -hmm. new gadget is. And consumers will totally forgive the fact that their phone caught on fire last year. They consumers are dumb. So <laughs> they're, um, I, I don't think, I think it's going to cause a little bit of a hit, but, um, that this particular fire, nobody heard about it really. It's not that big a deal, mm -hmm. uh, but they're going to have to earn back trust over the next year. Those galaxy S eights and stuff, they launch in a couple months. They're going to have to be flawless. Mm -hmm. Not a single problem. <laughs> From at least in the battery department, yeah. And stuff, so yeah, we, they definitely don't want any more stories. It's a solid take. I'm going to go twenty thousand. I expect a little more fire from you there, Jason. Uh, pun Sorry. intended. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to Gordon. Your take? Uh, I I don't think it really. This is just the media piling on because, like, look, it's Samsung. Everybody wants to do a Simpsons, ha ha, right? But and truly, it doesn't really matter. I think it's actually a good thing for Samsung, honestly. All this because out of failure comes. Mm success generally if they're unless they're just a loser company and they're just going to go down the drain but i honestly think samsung is going to go look yeah we've lost on this and this we're a laughing stock you can't even bring the damn things onto planes without people making fun of our brand mm -hmm. we're going to invest a crap metric ton of money into batteries and we are just going to blow everybody away in batteries because clearly when people think samsung they think explosive batteries so you got to come back from that really hard you're going to come back and say look we've invested you know, twice as much money as Apple and HTC and everybody else that are in the batteries. And we got the best crap in the world and we, we spent billions of dollars on it. So, you know, we came back. So it's going to be good news for Samsung eventually uh, once they get past this. And Jason is right. People can't remember yesterday, so they're not going to remember the fires in two months. <laughs> it's certainly true. I, uh, I recall uh, in the 90s, I think there was a E. coli problem at Jack in the Box. You guys remember oh, this story? Oh, yes. And right. uh, 
And I think a similar thing could happen where, you know, it was clear once they had kind of addressed that process, it was like, well, you know, honestly, the safest place to eat right now is Jack in the Box because they're so hyper vigilant about this stuff because mm-hmm. of the bad press that they've had. So, no, not Chipotle, really. Chipotle just had that thing, you know? Yeah, Chipotle, Chipotle had, had the same, same problem and yeah. it's, you know, everyone's already forgotten about it. Yeah. And I, I will tell you that when they had that E. coli problem at Jack in the Box, yeah. it was awesome because you could Prices get a monster so taco. Yep. You get like five for five bucks. <laughs> there was now definitely like a dollar fifty dollar forty is for no well inflation court i mean this was a while i mean that was a good time to get like and you know you took your risk but yeah so i'm just saying like i'll take two well, note eights nice. <laughs> one might blow up but i got the other one so like right. it's worth it oh well it was a strong take uh jason i'm uh, or i'm sorry Gordon. i'm gonna go twenty thousand but i'm gonna give you ten thousand bonus points for the extra jack in the box uh because i ate them there. and i'm not making that up i i bought those monster talk yeah they're no i mean deal. i was there i was the same you know all my high school friends thought i was crazy because they're like why are you eating there they, they just i was like it's really cheap man you can get like yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's so cheap sure yeah and i lived and i'm fine so you know i mean well, mostly fine, right so, i mean that's yeah. why we're here today because <laughs> yeah. we ate a jack-in-the-box that's and right. we had on sale so number five uh we do five we're on number five uh snapchat uh interesting news obviously they're moving towards their ipo and they have a new platform called snap shows where they are actually getting original content now and they've signed two deals uh the first is with the BBC to reuse footage from the planet earth series to create a series called planet earth two. So this is unused footage from the uh, pretty groundbreaking uh, BBC series, planet earth. Uh, so it's probably gonna be some cool stuff in there. And then the second one really along the same line. So tonally they're staying very consistent. They're doing an unscripted reality show with a and E about exes that are getting back together to kind of talk about what happened with their relationship. So really similar uh, in tone and content. Uh, and they say there's going to be Snapchat esque, uh, you know, things on this like handwritten notes going across the screen during the TV shows and all. And I guess we'll call them TV. They're not really TV, but again, across the shows and uh, they have a deal really to get the lion's share of the advertising. It's sold against these shows. Uh, So, uh, on the surface, interesting. Uh, we talked about Facebook's foray into original content a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jason, we'll start with you. Uh, you know, basically, uh, you've got A&E who has a good track record, actually, of moving into new platforms. They were one of the first ones to put their shows on iTunes, and obviously, that's yeah. something we all do now. So, uh, should we take this seriously? As uh, you know, Snap Snap shows is this is this I, legit? I think it's a terrible idea. I, it's, <laughs> they obviously think it's a big deal, but the whole point of Snapchat is these really short little blurbs. I mean, seconds long, yeah. 15 seconds. Nobody's going to watch five minutes on Snapchat. Yeah. That's that's totally not what the platform's for. And nobody's going to stand for commercials, right? So uh, you, this this uh, reality show, which also sounds like the worst reality show. It's like taking everything bad about a reality show and just like, Oh yeah, it's, let's dump all this like terrible. It's, it's like the worst part of like the bachelor and every other dumb reality show, like all piled into one. And just, it's like, this is what happens when 40 year olds go like make a show for millennials. What do they like? You know? And it's terrible. But even though it's terrible, I just think it's going to have a hard time being successful mm-hmm. because the attention span on mobile is short, but Snapchat is really short. <laughs> the tolerance for advertising and stuff on Snapchat is like really, really low. I think it's a bad idea. The planet Earth thing sounds neat because they can take little snippets Consumable. of some animal doing something cool yeah. and you can be like, oh, that's cool. And Oh, I ran out of time. <laughs> anyway, so the ad, and it's an ad for Planet Earth 2, which is the thing they want someone to buy. Right. By just inherently. You don't have to watch ads. Right. So it'll, right. 
That that one sounds good. The A and E one sounds like a disaster. I like it. Thirty thousand points. I'm going to take away three for going over. So twenty seven thousand over to to Jason Gordon. Uh, assuming, of course, that the uh, custom, I'm sorry, that the uh, unscripted show is going to have nudity that disappears after 15 seconds. Uh, what do you What do you think? What's well, first, I heard the planet Earth, whatever it is. I was like, well, that's like a totally wrong audience. Like, if you're on Snapchat, you really, you really <laughs> want to watch Discovery on your phone. It's like, that is the one, but that is their cover story, because you can say, look, we're going to do something socially redeemable. It's got animals. But what we're really going to give you is the lowest form of garbage reality show. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, because we know the thing that works in reality show is to go into the garbage dump and then dig down to get even worse garbage something that's been festering for years because that's the only thing you watch on the internet and on your phone so you're going to get five second snippets of the worst things on earth but we're going to cover it with planet earth discovery animals you know good stuff but we're really going to be serving you garbage which is going to work but yeah, it's Snapchat. People are not going to withstand more than five seconds of watching anything. But when you're serving up garbage so vile, they wouldn't even serve it at Jack in a Box. <laughs> That's going to be a hit. <laughs> it's going to work. I understand teenagers. It's the worst thing on earth. It appeals to them. So, you know, I mean, you can be an instant hit by it's just like mangling words. I'm a doe, whatever it is. <laughs> Meet me outside. What is it? I, I, I so mean. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. Right. That you serve that, that's, you got a hit. You know, this show has everything. We we're topical. We're young. We uh, we have takedowns of major brands. We've hit Jack in the Box a couple times, real hard. I think they're uh, yeah. we're gonna get some angry so tweets. Cash me outside. That should be a show. <laughs> Jack in the Box. I right. think it probably if it's not already, it's got to be. I'm pretty sure Snapchat's looking at signing. Well, there's there's no way Gordon doesn't get more points for bringing it back to Jack in the Box. No, we there. do. He gets. Uh, I was gonna say uh, an easy forty thousand on that, but I got it again. All this going over, I got to ding you for three. So. 37 well, I, I didn't hear the buzzer. Yeah, the buzzer was a little buzzer was asleep. I think he was. I think the buzzer was taking a sip uh, of water yeah. at the zero, the zero moment. But, uh, but yeah, really good take. So, uh-huh. final round. Uh, the the final round. The editors do not know what I'm going to ask them or what I'm going to have them do. So they're totally in my power. Uh, we're going to give you 60 seconds. Last week, I asked our, comp- our contestants, uh, competitors, who the 2016 MVP in tech was. And this week, I'm going to ask for your predictions. Who is our 2017 MVP in tech? Got interesting stories around uh, Tesla. We got Apple's doing stuff. Maybe you want Snap CEO. Uh, we'll give you 60 seconds uh, starting now to consider our 2017. Looking forward to who's going to be the MVP in tech this year. One person. One person. That's right. And this is where I would sing the Jeopardy theme song. If the final Jeopardy theme song, if I was uh, a good singer, but I'm not, so I won't subject people to that. And we may have to pay for like that's licensing. Right. That's that. right. You don't want to forget the licensing. We are we're on the same same level as Snap Stories. We're we're making sure. Is it Happy shows. Birthday? If you sing more than like two bars of it, like actually, uh, they have there they was a court decision on that, that yeah. and they canceled that, so you don't have to pay for Happy Birthday really? anymore. Yep. They, they yeah, they found out the claim was fake and stuff. Yep. So, so somebody's been making money off this all this time. You guys, you got, Who's first? you got your ideas, Gordon, you got, uh, I guess I wasn't idea. thinking about it. I was oh, thinking about well, you got Jack eight, in the you Box. Got 18 tacos. Seconds, so tacos. You could go with the CEO of Jack in the Box. Yeah. You got 10 seconds. You good? Monster taco. It's like a dollar 49. <laughs> All right, Jason, we're going to start with you just to avoid any more taco talk from uh, Gordon. Go it, ahead and lay it that, on us. It's hard to know who it's going to be because it's, it's a political thing. Like something 
is going to happen mm-hmm. like San Bernardino. And that's going to give Tim Cook the opportunity to say, no, we're not going to unlock iPhones. So something's going to happen unexpected and you don't know which company it's going to be. So absent of knowing that, I think a safe bet is going to be Elon Musk because they got their car coming out this year. They're going to launch self-driving this year. He's going to actually use reuse a rocket this year mm-hmm. in SpaceX. Uh, more solar stuff. He's already got batteries power in the L.A. grid and mm-hmm. stuff. So I think he's got his fingers are in enough pies that he's got a, such a good chance of like something being really important. He has the most bets and, on the table, basically. Yeah. yeah. And and they're really big, big, big bets, mm-hmm. you know, and he's working with the administration and stuff like that. Uh, like there's so many air places he could be the guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's the safe bet. All right. I'm going to say Musk. Musk from uh, Jason. Gordon. Uh, I, if I were to do it, I would pick something non-socially redeeming, which is comes down to PC gaming, PC enthusiasts. I think my prediction for the next year's whatever MV, whatever, what are we, tech MVP, MVP. Tech, tech yep. MVP, it's mm-hmm. probably going to be Lisa Sue. Mm-hmm. Because even if AMD cannot pull off Ryzen where it's faster than what Intel has, most likely, no matter what AMD does, they will spark a price war that we have not seen in PCs in 10 years. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good for Intel. It's going to be good for AMD. It's going to be good for consumers. We're going to get more cores for less money. And I'm sorry, but that's more valuable to me than an electric car or SpaceX. So I would give it to her. All right. Well, reminder, the final round is 20,000 points, winner take all. And I think uh, this time I'm going to go ahead and go with Gordon because I think we have a uh, a little bit of a dark horse candidate. And I uh, like wait, Jack in the Box. I'm and, sorry. And Jack, Jack in the Box. box. So <laughs> we're looking at the final scores. It looks like Gordon is taking it this today, 143,000 yep. to 110,000. That's a big <sighs> win for PC World. Uh, just a reminder to our watchers, uh, once we have enough and of the Jack editors the participating and Jack in the Box, if you're watching, Mr. Jack in the Box. Uh, we're going to start doing leaderboards soon so you can see which of your favorite editors from PC World, Greenbot, and Macworld are actually scoring the highest on these shows. And uh, we will crown a winner at the end of the season as well. Uh, for for uh, We're probably going to do some sort of round-robin uh, March Madness-style tournament to determine who our winner is. So exciting stuff uh, coming down the pipeline here for War of the Worlds. Gordon, what do you got? You, you wanted to say something. No, I was just thinking, the, what's the prize going to be? Does the winner get to pick like... Jack like, Box. Jack, it should be. I think it should be. Winner gets to pick like lunch of the week so like i will pick jack in the box so, everybody will have monster tacos. uh jack in the box pr team make sure to hit me up on twitter and uh let me know when you'll be sending over those uh cases for us and uh <laughs> thank you to gordon and jason for being with us this week and all you guys for watching and uh stick around we'll see you next week 